Our God is the mighty one. He is the King of glory. He is the Lord of glory. He is the excellent King. You see, you need to remind yourself constantly. Remind yourself. You need to activate your memory of God. Remind yourself of who God is in you and who you are in God. You need to constantly live in remembrance. Remembrance. The law of remembrance is the law that must constantly be operational in the life of a child of God, of a son of God, of a believer, especially in a world that is laden with darkness, especially in a world that is full of contradictions. You must operate the law of remembrance. You must constantly remind yourself of your reality in God, of your identity, of who you are in God. We live in a world that if care is not taken, if you do not remember who you are, who God is, that you are one with him, if you do not remember what will happen, the environment, the worldly environment will condition your soul, will condition your soul. And it will condition your soul in such a manner that even the DNA of God that is resident in you, that you bear, will be handicapped, will be handicapped. Is it possible? Yes. It is possible to be a son of God. It is possible to be, to carry God, to carry all of God and still die like a member. That's what God said. And how does it happen? How does it happen that a son of God dies like a merman? Because they know not. They know not. <laughs> it is not that they do not know that they are children of God. The problem is the remembrance, the principle of remembrance. You must, if you want to function in these last days, if you want to function as a son of God, be a, be a functional son of God, you must operate the law of remembrance constantly. You see, this is what we do in the place of meditation. Meditation is the expansion of your consciousness with your reality in God. Expansion of your consciousness. You see, the soul of man is expansible the soul of man can expand the bible says that he has set eternity in our heart that gives you an idea of the capacity of the soul the capacity of the soul is infinite you can't measure it the soul of man can do what can expand it can expand however experiences Certain experiences tend to constrict our soul, tend to narrow our soul, narrow our heart, you know, compress the soul. Now, it is just like the balloon, like the balloon. When you remove the air, deflate the balloon, remove all the air inside, what happens? 
is reducing in size. That it has reduced in size does not mean that its capacity has reduced. It still retains that capacity. There is, there is an identity in that balloon. There is a capacity that it retains. That capacity is inherent in the balloon. But when you take out what is inside, which is air, what happens? You deflate it and you reduce its size, not its capacity. Now, this is exactly the same thing that happens to our soul. By reason of certain, you know, orchestrated experiences, certain experiences that the world has made us to go through, certain natural experiences, certain contradictions that has, we have experienced. What happens? Those experiences, especially those ones that contradict the voice of God, they tend to cause our souls to reduce in size, to reduce, you know, in size. But it does not mean that our soul, the capacity of our soul to carry all of God, to, to carry and retain all the realities of heaven has been reduced. No, the soul has that inherent capacity. But the experiences of life, the, the trials, the persecutions, the, the troubles of life tend to condition our soul to do what? To, to reduce in size. How does it do that? By shifting our focus. When we take our mind away from what God has done, what God is doing, who God is, and who we are in God, and we get busy you know with what is happening our daily experiences we get busy with the distractions of this life our soul contracts contracts its size reduces but not its capacity and this reduction in the size of the soul will reflect in our functionality as the sons of god the size, the reduction in the size of the soul. That is how, you know, in, in the, we, do, we cannot come into the experiential reality of certain truths that we read from Scripture. Why? Because our soul has contracted. The purpose of meditation is to expand our soul but against all odds against all those problems those trials those you know experiences that the evil one want to condition us with one of the greatest problems of the first, 21st century believer is environmental conditioning many of us have been conditioned by the environment look at the media you open your phone you go to social media there is conditioning going on there is manipulation manipulative conditioning going on you know some of us many of the ideas we hold onto we are sponsored those ideas are sponsored by the mainstream media many of the ideas many of the principles things we hold onto you know they are neither good nor bad however they are you know sponsored and uh, you know designed by the media 
Many of the ideas we hold, many of the things we know are fed us by what? By the media, by, by social media, by the world media, by the news of the world. You see, whatever feeds you determines your experiences. Whatever feeds you. The information you are fed with determines your manifestation. You see, manifestation is at the mercy of information, what we call revelation. What we call revelation. Who is the source? What is the source of your revelation? What is the source? You see, daily we are bombarded with stories of how people are dying. Daily we are bombarded with stories of how, you know, people are being shot and robbers are operating and kidnappers and the rest of them. Daily. You see, it is your responsibility as a son of God to constantly detoxify your soul. Detoxify your soul. In medicine, you know, there is what is called supplements. Supplements. They are like drugs that they help all right now you are told that these supplements there are supplements that tend to detoxify the body especially some supplements that contain certain elements certain metals elements or substances or compounds one of such compounds is what we call glutathione you know oxy antioxidant one of the ways the the certain dangerous or toxic substances work in the body is by oxidizing the cells they burn up the cells they cause damage in the tissues by oxidation now this compound which is found in many supplements known as glutathione is an antioxidant that is it works against the oxidation of those toxic substances so it is called detoxification they detoxify the body you see the same thing is applicable in the spirit you must constantly create an avenue create the way for you yourself to do what to constantly detoxify your soul you cannot help you know being bombarded by information from the world we live in the age of information whether you want it or not the information will fly past you so long as you are not you know a hermit living in a secluded monastery outside the reach of the world you are bound to be bombarded with this info with this information you are bound to be bombarded you know you are at risk of being conditioned against the dna of god that you carry but your your solution the remedy to retaining your capacity to contain all of god in your soul your capacity to contain and to to manifest the realities of heaven and the realities of god the remedy is to detoxify yourself. So what is meditation? Meditation is the practice of detoxification of the soul. 
be not conformed to the standards of this world why because there is a tendency to be conformed you you live physically speaking in the environment of this world and the bible said that the whole world is under the power of the wicked all right there is an oppression of darkness the man of sin you know controlling See, the world system is talking about the world system now the world system is controlled by darkness it's controlled by darkness the world system is controlled by darkness so there is bound to be interaction to, we are bound to have face off with this darkness it is your responsibility as a son of god to go back into your secret place and do what? And detoxify your soul in the place of meditation. Expand your consciousness with what God is saying, with what God is doing, with who God is, with who you are. You see, the scripture, the scripture is not a religious book. The Bible is not a religious book. The Bible is is like a pot of assorted meal the bible the word of god the scripture is like you can call it a, a you know a forest full of game full of full of meat full of you know wonderful wonderful meat that when you go into it as a hunter what are those meat revelation truths of God that the spirit speaks of the written word and breathes life into it it becomes the living word and it becomes revelation you go into the scripture as a hunter this morning what I want to tell you is go into the scripture with the mentality of a hunter go when you open your Bible go into it with the mentality of a hunter that you are going to catch truth, revelation and these revelations are for what? for the detoxification of your soul for the expansion of your soul the purpose of detoxification and expansion of your soul is to bring you into the reality of God to bring you into the realities of God now look at the men of old Look at the men of old. Abraham lived in a city in an area that is laden or was laden with darkness. People were living their life anyhow. How did Abraham survive the evil in Sodom and Gomorrah and its environment? Abraham, remember, he came from idolatrous nation that worship, you know, idols, a nation that worship idols. Abraham came from, you know, and with idol worship comes all manner of evil. The thing with idol worship is that there is no rule as to what is right or what is wrong. All right? Anything goes because that is the devil. Do anything against the will of God, against the word of God. The same, and Abraham had a, a, a nephew, Lot, who also lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. All right? He lived in the city, in that environment. 
Do you know that the life around the environment of Abraham could not affect Abraham? But the life of the people in the environment where Lot lived, the Bible said, if you read, I think it was First Peter or Second Peter, that talked about how Lot was vexed, his soul was vexed constantly by the things he saw and heard in Sodom and Gomorrah. That guy, he was affected negatively. Lot was affected negatively. You need to take time and read the story about Lot. Lot was so affected that he was willing to give his virgin daughters to, to, the, to the wicked people, the wicked men, to do what? To rape his daughters just to, you know, to save strangers that came to his house. There was a level of, you know, vexation, a level of affectation of Lord's soul by reason of the environment. Peter described it as, you know, the vexation of that righteous man's soul because of what he saw in Sodom and what he heard. How is it that Lord was this negatively affected? How did I know that he was affected? Because Lord could not communicate faith, the faith of the true God to his daughters. If he could communicate the faith of, his, of the true God to his daughters, what he learned from Abraham, if Lord passed it on to his daughters, there is no how his daughters would have gotten him drunk and slept with him and given birth to, to abomination in the name of Moab and Amnon, uh, Ammon, the Ammonites and the Moabites, all right, that generation. So, Lord did not communicate, and why was he not able to communicate the faith he inherited from Abraham when he walked with Abraham? Because he had been conditioned by the environment he now lives when he separated from Abraham. But not Abraham. How? What was the secret of Abraham? How was Abraham able to maintain his walk with God, his intimacy with God? You will find that when you read about Abraham, he was a man of altars. Abraham was a man of altars. He will enter any city he enters, he will build an altar unto God. What is the altar? the place of communication, the place of meditation. Abraham constantly meditated on God, constantly interacted with God. Meditation is interaction with divinity. And he taught the same art to Isaac. The Bible talks about Isaac constantly meditating in the evening. It was in one of those days Isaac was meditating and looked up and saw Rebecca and saw the wife coming, Rebecca, coming with the servant of Abraham. Alright? So Abraham constantly detoxified his soul. Sons of God, do you want to remain functional despite the bombardment of the media, despite the bombardment of the things of this life? You must constantly detoxify your soul in the place of meditation. You must be a child, a man and a woman of altars. 
altars of God. Any city where you get to, any place where you find yourself, you must erect an altar. And remember, we are the altars of God in the New Testament. So wherever you enter, the altar has entered there. But you must activate that altar. How do you activate the altar? Through consciousness, remembrance, remembrance. Remember who you are in God, who God is in you. Remembrance. Meditation, simply put in a layman's terms, is to remember. Is to remember. To remember what God said. To remember who God is. Constantly put yourself in remembrance. If you read the epistles, you will hear the apostles talking about remembrance. He said, remember the, the, that you have been saved. Remember that from which you have been called. Remember. Remember. Why must you remember? Because if you do not remember where you are coming from, who you are, your origin in God, what will happen? The environment will condition you to begin to act like one of them. At worst, you begin to live like the worldly. At, at, at best, you become neutralized. You are neither hot, you are neither cold. You are neither dangerously good or dangerously bad. You see? Neutralization. The devil does not mind you being neutralized so long as you are not a functional son of God. Do you want to remain functional in a world that is full of darkness? Practice detoxification. Practice detoxification. You, are, you, 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 you traveled on a business trip, carry your altar along with you. Carry your altar. Constantly activate that altar of God that you are. By what? By meditation, by remembrance. Remember God. Remember God. Remember His Word. Remember the things He has said to you. The things He has said concerning you. Remember. Don't forget. Remember. Remember. It was James who talked about those who look at the perfect law of liberty and they do not practice what they have seen. He says that they are like a man who goes to the mirror and sees his image and quickly he forgets what he looks like. You see? Remembrance. He forgets what he looks like. When you look at the perfect law of liberty and you forget what you look like, what scripture says that you are, that you are a son of God. How can you function as a son of God when you have forgotten that you are a son of God. Constantly detoxify your soul with the truth. Be not, do, do not be conformed to the standards of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, to the whole world, the world may, but the believer won't. There are a lot of things, you know, complacency a lot of it doesn't matter it doesn't matter in this world are increasing there are so much increase that even the church has adopted so many of them it doesn't matter a lot of it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know taking the form of godliness 
for denying the power thereof. It doesn't matter. There are believers today living constantly in habitual sin. It doesn't matter. After all, one saved is always saved. Is it? One saved is always saved. So it doesn't matter who told us. Who told us? The Bible said there is therefore now no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 from verse 1. He says, Who according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, who do not live according to the flesh. So there is condemnation for those who live according to the flesh. Why? Because to be carnally minded is death. Is death. Is death. Is death. To be carnally minded is death. Sons of God. Guard your mind jealously. Guard your soul jealously. Guard your soul jealously. Do not let any infectious disease of this world perch on you. How do you do that? Constant detoxification. Constant detoxification. When I talk about infectious disease, I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the pains of this world. I'm talking about the opinion of men, the opinion of darkness, the doctrines that are taught by demons, taught by demons. Everything that contradicts God's truth, the laid down principles of God, the lies of God is a doctrine of demons. It doesn't matter where, where it comes from. It doesn't matter who is peddling it. It doesn't matter who it's coming from. You must constantly detoxify, meditate, remind yourself who you are in God. It is from that place that you function, from that place that you act as a son of God. Jesus is Lord forever. Remember that you are a son of God. The constant remembrance of that truth will cause you to walk in a certain way, will cause you to speak in a certain manner, will cause you to think in a certain manner. There are thoughts you cannot entertain. There are actions you cannot entertain. There are words you cannot entertain. Why? Because you remember. Constantly detoxify. That was the secret of the patriarchs, the men of old. That was the secret of Abraham. Constantly, Abraham meditated. Constantly, he, he, he remembered God. He detoxified, he expanded his soul with the, the, the truth of God, with the consciousness of God, expanding his consciousness in God. And with that, whatever the environment threw at him, bounced back. It cannot penetrate. It cannot permeate his soul. It bounced back. This is the life we have been called to, to live as the sons of God in this world. And this is the practical way to exist in this world as a son of God. Live from above. Even though you are in the world, scriptures say you are not of the world. Leave from above. You see, the, the, the American ambassador to Nigeria lives 
in Nigeria, right? We're in the American Embassy in Nigeria, right? I hope you know that in the American Embassy in Nigeria, the laws of Nigeria does not hold dear. That man lives under the atmosphere of America even while in Nigeria. Geographically speaking, that man is in Nigeria, right? But legally speaking, in principle and in vitality, the man is living still in America as the ambassador. So long as the four walls or of the embassy is concerned, anyone that enters into that embassy is in America. Under a different set of rules and laws that guide or that guide that nation. In the same vein, scripture says that we are ambassadors of Christ. In other words, even though physically speaking, naturally speaking, you are in this world, what happens? The principles, the rules that guide the people of this world are not the rules that guide you. You can't live your life the way they live their life. You have a different set of rules. You are ambassador of heaven. You are the ambassador of heaven, living in the embassy of heaven, even in this world. So you are living from another realm. The American Embassy is another realm of existence in Nigeria. The believer, the Son of God in this world, lives from another realm. You see, when this becomes your constant meditation, there is a kind of life that you will live. You will not find it difficult. It will be so easy to express the God life because you are never separated from God. The ambassador in the American Embassy in Nigeria is not separate from his government. His government is with him there. The government of America is with him there. They are there. He is, he is the embodiment and the representative of the government, of the American government and the American nation in Nigeria. You are the embodiment, the representative and representation of the government of God. As the ambassador of Christ Jesus, live from this realm, live from this perspective, this revelation. Let this be your constant meditation, your constant meditation. And you will see your life, you will see yourself exuding the power of God, releasing the power of God, releasing the power of God. See, so long as the, the American embassy is concerned, the power of the president is upon the ambassador. You can't touch that man. You can't. In the same vein, the child of God, the believer in this world, the power of the Most High has been bestowed on you. You are God here. You are God here. Any, any, the president of any nation that wants to speak you know, to the president of America can go through the ambassador. To gain the ears of the ambassador is to gain the ears of the government that he is ambassador for. In the same thing, you are the ears of God. 
the eyes of God, the extension of God's hand, the extension of God's throne, the extension of God's kingdom on earth. Live from above. Though we live in this world, we are not of this world. Why? Because we are the embassy of God. We are the ambassadors of Christ. We are the ambassadors of Christ. When I enter my house, when I enter my, ha- my home, I know I am entering the embassy. I am the embassy. I carry the embassy. Wherever I am going, I am carrying that embassy of God. I am the embodiment of the government of heaven on earth. On earth. Go and try an American ambassador, even though it is in Nigeria. Then you will understand that it is in Nigeria geographically does not mean that it is in Nigeria in reality. American soldiers will deal with you in the same vein. Try a son of God who lives in the consciousness of this reality and you will see heavenly soldiers who guard the heaven ambassador, the Christ ambassador. Sons of God, live from the realm of your reality in God. These are the things you must remind yourself. Remember, 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 constantly remember. Remember, leave from above. Remember God. Remember what he has said in his word. Remember his truth. Remember in this generation where there are many truths. Somebody says, my truth, my truth, my truth. Sons of God, there is only one truth. And that truth is the word of God, is God, is Christ. Is Christ. <laughs> say your truth. Tell your, say your truth and I will say my truth. That's a lie. It's a doctrine of demons. It's a doctrine of demons. There is only one truth, the truth of God. If you want to live in this generation where truth has been bastardized, everything is now truth. Everything now goes. You must constantly live from above. The unspotted life of God. Like Abraham, remember, remember. God bless you, sons of God. Do have a wonderful day. May the Spirit of God keep you in remembrance as you detoxify your soul constantly. May the Spirit of the Lord cause your eyes to open constantly may he cause you to to come into deep depths of revelations of your reality and may this reality manifest in your daily life in the name of jesus love you with the love of god in jesus name amen amen thank you jesus glory to god glory to god